0: Hooray, it's Mediva Podcast, episode 104. Today we're looking at what happens on the day of creating your voice reels. From preparation to execution to aftermath. morning, good afternoon, good evening and good day. It's Sarah Golding here with Mediva Podcast. I'm very, very excited to present the second part of Voice Reel, the real deal. We're today looking at the exciting adventures that you will have the day you get to make your reel. It sounds very exciting. Will you pack your lunch? Will you get in a takeaway? What will you do? No, don't get in a takeaway, don't get in a takeaway. Uh, so yes, we look at everything you need to prepare, and what happens when you're there, and what happens in the aftermath. What general things you can expect. So onward to my interview with the wondrous Kirsty Gilmore of Sounds Wild. <laughs> it's i'm i'm such a caricature actress i i, I don't know if i'm ever going to work again um so what what preparations should, what preparations should folks actually do before then coming so you have you've decided what you're doing you're ready to go you've had liaison back and forth perhaps with the producer day of the recording actually and on your website there is a lovely brilliant categorized version of what potentially people could could do so could you tell our listeners what to do before going to the studio for the day of recording. Of
1: course. Well, uh, so you've prepared your so you've got your scripts, you've gone through them with your producer, you know them, you've sent them to your producer so they know what you're doing. And, and you've, you've read them through, practice them a couple of times, but not over practice them. So, I mean, there's a couple of things. You need to be well-rested. Try and get a good night's sleep the night before. You know, avoid anything that's diuretic. No caffeine, no alcohol the night before.
0: Surely that's the diet of every voice actor, oh isn't it? Yes,
1: yes, it should be. But <laughs> I have had people come and record their reels and say to me, I'm really hungover. Oh dear. And what that does, is, it shoots yourself in the foot to start with, mm-hmm. but aside from the fact it affects your quality, um, your mouth like it will make you a lot more clicky because you'll be very dehydrated. You're tired. Yeah. Alcohol makes you, you know, being hungover makes you tired, and you won't have the energy to get through three or four hours of recording. So please do yourself a favor. Don't go out and get smashed the night before. Mm-hmm. And uh, same goes for smoking as well. I really, it's a, it's a very, um, you know, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to go on about about, you know health and smoking because we all we all know we all know about that but it is very difficult working in close confines with someone who is who smells of cigarette smoke sure so just be aware of that if you're um if you're a smoker try not to have a cigarette before you come to the studio because if you, if you smell of cigarette smoke, then that will affect the person that you're working with, as well as affecting your voice, not just, mm. not just health-wise, but also the quality of your voice. Yes. In terms of, yeah, try to arrive early, mm-hmm. you know, not like super early. I did have somebody arrive 40 minutes early. That was a bit keen. <laughs> um, uh, but it was um, but 15 minutes early, 10 to 15 minutes early um, is good so that we, you can start on time. That's, you know, come, come, please come prepared with your scripts printed out. Don't assume that the studio will have an iPad uh, stand or a tablet stand. Please don't think you can read them off your phone. That's not possible it's you can't do that so please come please come prepare. you know please come prepared like you would do for an, like you would do if you were doing the real job come with mm-hmm. your script mm-hmm. come with a pencil or pen ready to take notes and you know and uh, and pay attention so mm-hmm. all of those things that I know I shouldn't have to say because everybody should be a professional but unfortunately it happens Sure. so I think it's good to say
0: well you know some people wouldn't have done this before at all either so it's good to know you know they might have even thought about yeah.
1: that <laughs> no no absolutely absolutely and I think it's important like the pen bring a pen or pencil, I think it's really important because, um, well, the way I direct is, you know, I will give you direction I expect you to write down what I, you know, because it's a long session. I, you know, I'll be with you for four hours, maybe five hours yep. and we will, you know, we will go through and we will work through it. If you, if you don't take notes and you forget what I'm saying, that's slightly irritating. <laughs> <Sure>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So bringing yeah. a pencil is um, really important. Also, uh, I think just Being aware of the physical, of being aware of the quality of your voice and making sure that you're in top vocal health. Mm -hmm. Please, please, please do not go ahead with a voice reel session if you are not, if your voice is not 100%. Sure. If you have a cold or if you're coming down with a cold or if you're you're recovering from a cold and it means you're slightly lower pitched than normal or huskier than normal or more congested or just tired then, you know, like as in the fatigue that comes from being from having a cold, not just the normal I live in London and it's 24-7. <laughs> but uh, if your voice is affected in any way, you shouldn't be recording your voice reel. And that is something possibly to ask your voice producer, and I, I outline this to my clients, your voice reel producer, what happens if you are sick? What happens if you wake up that morning with a streaming cold? What yes. happens if you two days beforehand you get laryngitis? All of these things have happened because – I know that investment in Your Voice Reel costs money, obviously, and I have clients who just want to come along and do it anyway – but what's the point in recording a reel that you won't be able to use because it doesn't sound like you? Well,
0: yes, that's your calling card for the next however long you're going to use it for. So it needs to be the best. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So just make sure that that's something that you've outlined with your voice your producer. I mean, I have quite a flexible rescheduling process because I'm a voice actor. My partner is a, is a professional full-time actor. Ah. I do understand, mm. you know, so I understand what, you know, and I would, I far rather my clients, I would far, far rather they call me up Two hours before the session going, Kirsty, I, you know, I just, I woke up this morning and I'm just full of cold and I just, I don't want to go through with my reel like this. Please, please, can we reschedule? Yep. I would rather they do that than turn up to the studio and me having to turn them away because mm-hmm. they're clearly not well enough to be there
0: yeah yeah no brilliant brilliant voice so so yeah so so with regards to then your your you in there what are the top tips you can give for an awesome performance you've had plenty of water before you've kind of come along as well you've got some to top you up i think there's the the rumors of green apples also being quite funky to have to perhaps clean out those areas is that what you would recommend
1: I mean I don't I don't like green apples so um so I don't personally use them myself but you'll find that yes water is important don't overhydrate though that can lead to its own issues but sip room temperature water Mm-hmm. Room temperature water, yep. and uh, make sure you know don't have lots of cups of milky tea before you go in. Dairy can affect some people and cause more mouth clicks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bring along a green apple if you if you like, but room temperature water will work for will work for most people. Um, mm-hmm. If you know that there's something specifically you prefer to have, you know that will help you with mouth clicks. Great, to have that. Mm-hmm. I would say listen, please listen to who's directing you. You know they're there to to, to get the best out of you. So hopefully prior to your session, you will have had a conversation with them in person. I always have a phone consultation with my clients. So you have an idea of how they work, how they sound, what sort of person they are. Mm -hmm. Remember that your real session is for you. So please ask lots of questions. If you're not sure about something, ask. You know, it is there. I am there as a real producer to work for you, to bring the best out of you. And while... It is, you know, mm. when I'm giving you direction, I need you to listen so that we can, because I can hear things in your voice and your performance that you can't simply because I'm I'm from the objective standpoint and you're from subjective. Mm. Um, I also really need to know, I need to know if you're, are you uncomfortable? Do you need to take a break? Mm. Would you rather not do this this piece right now and come back to it a bit later on? You yeah. know, is there something else that you'd like to talk about? Have you got a question about how to approach this? Yeah. All of those things are really, you know, a really important for me to know so yeah so please ask um yeah ask questions be polite obviously
0: oh yes very important yeah. very important being polite and because that's your relationship it needs to be yeah. yes spot on huge hugely important to be polite yeah. as you saying during my my reel uh that I was doing I had lots of tummy gurgles so it's knowing when to stop and have some food or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and deal with all of those but just well. to say everybody
1: works differently so um, some people, some people like need to take quite regular smaller breaks. Other people want to take a longer break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's important if you know how much time, you know, your producer knows how much time you have. If there's any reason why you have to leave early, please let them know in advance. I tend to ask people at the top of the session because obviously people have childcare, you know, arrangements. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people have to get off to jobs. Uh, they've got a theatre show in the evening. Um, you know, they're on stage in the evening or, they're, um, or they've got a, another job in the evening. Sometimes they just want to leave early to beat the traffic home. That's all fine. But making sure that that's, mm. uh, that that's you know, something that you say up front yes. as well is really important.
0: Mm-hmm. And And do you do warm-ups before you kick off? Do you do them with your clients or do you expect them to come? kind of ready to play I expect people to come warmed up mm-hmm.
1: if they if they need to take if they want to take you know 10 or 15 minutes at the start to do their warm-ups that's fine but I expect because again I'm working with professional actors I expect people to arrive warmed up mm-hmm. cool. just like you would do for an audition or for a day of recording
0: yeah No, absolutely and i guess it's important to say as well think about the order of your scripts in as much as obviously the one that perhaps might be the most stress on your vocal cords could be done later in the day rather than you use that first and you've blown your cords for the rest of the time or utilize them in a way that is is more stressful perhaps so yeah it's important to think about what kind of order to put your your scripts yeah
1: i mean i um with radio drama we don 't generally do anything that 's too vocally intensive because it 's not like it 's not in terms of your reel it 's not like gaming um with mm-hmm. gaming reels, I require people to do not really i don 't want people to scream <laughs> but we do require i do require people to do a bit of uh what we call efforts or mm-hmm. emotes. Uh, so grunts um and vocal yes. noises um yes. so gen- and generally i put those at the end of the session um so that you don't yeah make your vocal cords bleed but yeah if you do mm-hmm. have a script that is more intensive or it's just emotionally intensive mm-hmm. so one where you need to break down in the middle of it absolutely let's not do that um you know to start <laughs> <A bit> depressed <laughs> for the rest it. of the day
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: exactly and i think also it, something else to consider as well is um in terms of say you've decided you're going to do some different accents from your own accent what order do you do are you do you want to do those in i mean say we've got a reel of eight clips and two of those are american i would suggest we did both those american scripts back to back as in together rather than leaping you know coming back and forth to them simply because mm-hmm. it's much easier for you not to have to make that accent switch too many times mm-hmm. and I know everybody, you know, I know, I know everybody's very, um, you know, a lot of people are really great at accents, but believe me, accents will bleed into each other. Mm-hmm. And we don't want to make it hard on ourselves.
0: No, I do love an accent, you're right. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And what does the, the shape of the session look like then? So how long would you recommend for your complete package that you do and, and, and how does it kind of flow?
1: I offer quite a long recording time because of the way I work and I'm, uh, I'm a really I'm really focused on direction. Um, I've got a lot of experience directing voice reels and I'm really, really interested in getting the best performance out of people. So I don't limit the, ma- the amount of takes we do. And I work with Mm -hmm. people until we have something that we're happy with that's not overworked. I would never overwork anybody to the point where they're directed out of who they are, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, to a a place that they can't recreate. Uh But I mean, I allow up to six hours for a real session. We start 11 o'clock in the morning and we can finish at five. Most people finish around four o'clock. And Mm -hmm. that's with decent breaks as well. That's with a decent 30-minute lunch, 25, 30-minute lunch break in the middle and a couple of other little breaks. Mm -hmm. So the shape of the day is, I I mean, they'd come, people come, arrive. We have a chat through, you know, we have a chat through uh, the scripts. We decide on an order that we're going to do the scripts in. I answer any questions, you know, anything that we're not sure about. We might, if there's anything that we want to, edit sometimes sometimes uh, people will bring scripts and say oh well I can't decide between this one or that one so we'll have a chat about that one Mm -hmm. you know we'll have to chat about which which option we're going to choose and whether any of the scripts need to be cut down that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and then I get them used to my booth and we start and we do, uh, we work through and take breaks organically. We tend to, I tend to definitely take a lunch break in the middle huh. after we've done a number of scripts, but it, it depends on how, on how intensive they are and how tricky they are, mm-hmm. you know, and it depends. Some people prefer to do all their difficult stuff at the start of the day in the morning. Some people prefer to do at the end when they're, when they're warmed up, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And then at the end, at the end of the day, we, at the end of the recording, we play through everything. I leave enough time at the end of the session so that we can re-record anything if we feel. So once we hear everything back to back, we hear everything through, Right. you know, a client might go, oh, do you know what? My RP accent on that clip didn't sound particularly solid in that final couple of sentences. Mm -hmm. Can I just, you know, re-record those couple of sentences? And that's absolutely fine. So that kind of thing. Great.
0: That's a luxury. Yeah. Being able to hear it back then and there is fabulous. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I'm a really big believer. I mean, I play things back to people as we go as well, simply because it isn't something you'll ever get to do in the real world. And it's, I think having somebody there, having a director there who can listen back to people, you know, you listen back and you can go, look, I think that's fine. But what does the director think? I think is really, really useful. And to have a director go, this is what I hear in your voice, Mm. because it isn't something that you'll ever get to have again. And I believe in working with people to get the best result, which means it's quite an intensive process, but also supportive. I want to be there to support you.
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Superb. So at the end of the day, you've finished everything. You're you're generally happy with what's happened. You're ecstatic to hear the the end result. You've heard it. How does all of the kind of finesse of everything happen then? What kind of timescale would you expect to receive these finished articles back once you've decided together what what format they're in? Yeah,
1: that really, really depends on the producer and what they do. Mm-hmm. Because if they are a full-time voice producer and that's everything, that's what they do, mm-hmm. you can probably expect a turnaround of a couple of weeks. Okay. I mean, my turnarounds are longer because it's not my only income stream, like I said. Mm-hmm. And I have a – and it takes me longer. Okay. Uh, it takes me longer to do. And also, I mix everybody's reel. Like, I, I put the same kind of level of intensity into that as I would do for a full audio drama. Uh-huh. So – I, you know, I choose sound effects and I choose music and I, I, you know, I take that scene like I was mixing that scene from an audio drama. And that just takes a little bit longer, Super. to be honest. Yeah. So I would say some places anywhere between two to five weeks, depending on what, who you go with, mm-hmm. you know, I know some studios take more than that. You also have to understand as well that it's, if a voice or a producer is working by themselves, like I am, I have nobody I can hand work over to. Uh-huh. So if I get sick, or if something untoward happens, then that might take a little bit longer as well. But if you go to a company who only do voice reels, then they might be able to, you know, you might, they might have three or four people working there Mm -hmm. that, that, you know, so it just might get turned around sooner. So I would say, I would say it really, that really depends on, on the company that you go to. But Mm -hmm. obviously that's something else to consider. If you really, really, really need a reel done within two weeks, Mm -hmm. then you need to find someone who can do that, Yes, which is fine. I mean, and there are people too, that's not something I can personally provide, but there are, and there are people who've come to me in the past and said, my agent needs, needs me to have a real, you know, in the next 10 days. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great, that's great. But that is not something I can do because I'm booked up that far in advance. Mm-hmm. But there are other real production companies in London who are slightly more of a production line. Yeah. So they're mm-hmm. a bit more, it's a bit more of a demo factory, if you like, yes. and they can provide that kind of service. It will be a different service. You know, you will get different things out of it. But it's a, um, you know, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's something that's something obviously that you have to take into consideration.
0: Yeah. I mean, regards to payment. So what does your package cost? And can you give an example of other packages that people might provide?
1: I mean, my package is £295 at the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't honestly, I would say for a Radio Drama package, I mean, you're probably looking at paying somewhere between 200 to £350. Yep. Again, depending on what you want and what people offer. I would be dubious about people offering things under about £150. I'd really wonder what you were getting for your money. Possibly, I mean, there might be people offering packages out there. I, I used to offer a um, a student package, which was considerably cut down. Uh-huh. It was like £120, and we did five short clips, but I never that was never offered as a drama package. It was commercials, you know, commercials and one narrative. Uh-huh. So okay. I would say right. if you are looking, if your budget is – 150 pounds then you're probably going to be looking at something that's just it's a cheap product basically so you'll have maybe you'll only have an hour recording Mm -hmm. you know and you won't get much direction potentially
0: yes which is key I think to getting a very good performance from somebody who's obviously you know has got pedigree and worked with with many people before and I think that is something to really consider you know of course we all have budgets but maybe save up for another month or two so you can get that Extra one because, as I said already, you're going to have that one reel to tout around for quite a while, and it needs to be brilliant, the best you can do. Yeah. So yeah, that's definitely worth considering. Yeah, Mm.
1: and I don't think I mean I do have people saying to me, "Oh, it's you know, it's it's a lot of money," and it's like, well, yeah, like you say, you you keep your reel for a couple of years, and I mean, if you really really feel you need a reel, then you want yeah, you want something, you want something that's really really good, Mm -hmm. and. Yeah, I mean that. I won't get. I won't get into the idea of creating your own reels. Uh, Suffice to say that I'm against it.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, Everybody has said the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Mainly, mainly because leaving the production side aside, because there are there are people out there who are very experienced in doing their own sound engineering and, and music producers and that kind of thing. It's really not that. It's the direction. It is very, very hard to self direct to mm-hmm. an effective read because we will naturally not push ourselves as far as an external director. Yeah. And yep. that's not because we're particularly lazy people, but it is hard. It is hard to go, actually, I'm going to go mm-hmm. right, you know, I'm going to give it 100 110% and really go for it. It's very hard for us to do that without somebody going, no, that was like 75%. You can give me more. Yeah,
0: I, I would love someone like that in my ear for for remote acting very much. It's something that our, us remote actors have all the time. You don't have any input. You're trying to monitor your levels you're trying to be enrolled you're doing far too many jobs at once so so kudos to remote actors everywhere quite frankly (laughs) yeah
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean I don't yeah I mean obviously um this is you know uh, that is the nature of a lot of audio drama I guess I'm fortunate Mm -hmm. in that all the audio drama I've worked on I've had I've had direction I've had a director yeah because that's what that's what we've done Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't just because you have directed yourself for people's audio dramas, yes. I don't think that's a reason to direct your own reel.
0: Mm, no, absolutely superb. And, and yeah. we we've got obviously folks who might be listening from all over the place, as far as uh, you know, is India and and the uh, US and Australia. Um, do you have any experience of any of those kind of markets? Because I know we talked briefly before talking now, and, and you said that the US market was very different. How how is that a different kind of? market at the moment you know
1: I don't really know that much about in terms of real production for audio drama for the US I don't know if they do that I don't know um but I can tell you just in very generally about real production and demo they call them demos there, demo production for the US market the thing is the US market is enormous it Mm. is much 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 bigger than the UK and they've got a different style of of doing things Mm. and uh demo producers will charge a lot of money you're you're looking at like fifteen hundred dollars to get a commercial reel produced a commercial demo produced and that's quite standard. Yes, that is so much. Yes. It does. <laughs> but um you have to you have to um consider as well that a lot of people who are producing they're very very good demo producers. A lot of people mm. who are producing demos at that level can also offer contacts and uh you know they they come with a ca- they come with a with a prestige and um mm. they can they can open doors for you with that kind of with, with that kind of demo. Uh, And it's just the UK market is much smaller. And Mm -hmm. uh, we, you know, we approach things in a a different way. There's also the US market is a lot more targeted. So for example, in the US market, there is a whole genre of voiceover uh, uh, called
0: automotive. Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: it's all about cars. Yeah, we don't do that in the UK. That's not people don't specialize in doing car commercials in the U.K., but they mm. absolutely do in the U.S. Right. You know, it's that kind of thing. You know, it's you can in the U.S. you can choose. Right. I'm just going to do this for oh. a bit. You know, all that would like two or three things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the Australian market, because I'm originally from New Zealand, the New Zealand and Australian market, again, again, is much smaller. There are definitely demo producers there. I don't think there's a lot of specialization. Uh, so okay. I don't think you can go. I mean, I recently did I, a um, a gaming uh, video game demo with a voice actor who lives in New Zealand. She's a Kiwi. Yeah. Uh, because nobody in New Zealand specialises in that. Right. She can't. That you can. Yeah. So it, you don't have anybody who who has that kind of experience and background in doing it. So come on,
0: Kiwis. We need businesses yeah. to spring up now in Christchurch yeah. and everywhere. <laughs> <It's>, um,
1: <laughs> so yeah, the, those markets are quite different. I would also say as well in terms of um. Just one of the big differences, mm. obviously, as we know, between the US and the UK is that the UK have been, we've been a bit spoilt with radio drama because we've always had the BBC. Good old BBC. So yes. We've always, yeah, we've always had a BBC radio drama rep company. Mm-hmm. So we've always had. If you're an actor in the UK and you trained in the UK, then radio, doing radio drama has always been a potential, Uh you know, something to do, Mm. something that you could get into for decades, decades and decades. And the US, that's not the case. Mm -hmm. You know, they talk about the golden age of radio drama. And then there was nothing for decades after the 50s and 60s. Yeah. Until podcasting, you know, came along and the Americans really jumped on podcasting. Yeah. And brilliantly and rightly so. And now there's this whole audio drama industry which is amazing but I don't think they've got the kind of formality around it that we have in the UK Mm. in the sense that there are you know because there just hasn't been that kind of lineage of history which is why as far as I know there is no real standard I don't know whether people produce audio drama reels in the US I don't know if that's something people do they might do but if they do I just don't know anything about it
0: okay no, well, thank you. That's, that's very interesting to kind of fathom that historical kind of significance as well. I feel so. Yeah. So mm. uh, I think Americans, if you feel that you have got enough of the skills behind the the door to to perhaps you know utilize your directing and your producing to to help people to get these reels, then it might be a market to think consider consider cornering. Uh, <laughs> so um, yeah. so finally, I'm really looking at just brilliant top tips your last things that you you would want to throw at people if you're going to say the main things they need to to have to make a an awesome demo or voice reel what would you say they are
1: great acting skills and experience
0: mm-hmm. a
1: good range of characters i don't mean like animational gaming characters but be able to yep. do you know, a good range, make sure that you can approach comedy, you can approach, you can approach drama, you can do something that's a bit kitchen sinky, but you could also do something that's maybe a little bit more heightened, like Mm. sci-fi. Yes. You know, have a really good grasp of a lot of different ranges. Know your voice, Mm. like know what your voice can achieve and be familiar with the mic. That's not always the case that people that do my reel, that I do reels for, because a lot of them are actors who haven't had a lot of voiceover experience. Yes. But, you know, it will be a real advantage to you to know your voice and know your and know your mic. Mm. Uh, be confident in your material.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Be confident in your own skills. Be honest about your own skills. Yeah, If you haven't done it, if you haven't done a general American accent, you know, if you did it on stage three years ago, but <laughs> haven't really used it since... Go out and brush up. Get some. Go to a dialect coach. Brush up on it yep. before you come and do your reel. Super. Yeah. Please do that because if it's not good enough, um, then a, well, I definitely say I'm very hardcore about about accents with people because I don't want I don't want people having reels with you know that's less than less than great. Yeah, yeah. So um, if somebody comes and their and their American accent is uh, is dodgy, <laughs> for <laughs> want of a better word, is patchy, then I'll tell them. Yeah. So it's a um. So yeah be confident and um yeah do your research yeah do your research go out and listen to modern audio drama and modern radio drama so you know what the style is you know what you know what to expect yes
0: very key, and and you do sound like you would whip people into shape beautifully. So I do hope that people <laughs> jump on and look at your website and 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 call you up and and book sessions. Now so you're booked up till pretty much December, from what uh, we were talking about. And um, I'm yes. very excited to say that uh, you've been very kind in offering our Mediva Patreons uh, a, a little discount of five five or off the the full price. So if you want to take advantage of that. Where can they find you, Kirsty? Where should they look?
1: Okay, so my website is www.soundswild, dot com. And you can click on Voice Reels or it's forward slash Voice Reels. And you can contact me via the website or you can email me Kirsty with a y k i r s t y at soundswild.com both of those ways of either through the website or emailing me is absolutely the best way to get in contact
0: with me Your life sounds amazing Yeah well
1: <laughs> it's very busy is what it is what it is but it is yeah, um it's good. yeah so drop me yes but please uh, drop, me an, drop me an email you can also find me on Twitter uh, my handle on Twitter is sounds wild. I'm on Instagram as sounds wild. I'm on Facebook as sounds wild. Does anybody even use Facebook anymore? For, for finding yes. people, finding people. People yes.
0: over the age of forty love it, yeah. a- allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly.
1: And there's, uh, there's <laughs> there, yeah, there's examples of uh of my audio drama reels, radio drama reels I've done for people on my website. But also there's another link to my SoundCloud. Please feel free to drop me a line. I'm very happy to talk people through. You know, if you just want to say, look, I don't know whether the radio drama reel is right for me. Can you give me a bit more information? You know, great. And also I should say I'm very happy to, to do bespoke packages for people. If you say you've already been in sort of two or three, three or four audio dramas and you have clips from those and you'd like to get my opinion on whether I think they can be included into a radio drama reel and what else you think I could, you know, that you might be able to add to it. That's fine. I do that quite a lot with people who are experienced radio drama actors. So they might already have sort of three or four clips Mm -hmm. they've done. We review them. We go, these are great. You know, these two are a bit similar. So we would only use one of them. And then I think you can add a comedy or Mm -hmm. a, um, you know, or a uh, a historical piece or a um, a classic piece of drama, that kind of thing. So that's absolutely possible as well.
0: No audio nudity allowed. I was just thought of something actually (laughs) a bit left field. Could somebody who has a very good kit at home in New Zealand or India or Africa or or the US have a Skype connection with you and record and be directed over Skype with you is that something you would consider doing
1: Absolutely. I've done that. I did that with, uh, so the person in New Zealand, we, they were recording in a, in a commercial oh, of studio course. in New Zealand, but, they, um, but yes. uh, that's fine. I directed somebody's gaming reel recently. He was in Nashville, Tennessee, mm-hmm. and I was in London. He was recording in his home studio. Yeah, I've done a lot of remote reels for people so yes that's that is so possible. i didn't yeah. i'm
0: sorry i didn't pick that up when you said i just oh yes yeah, she's in new zealand i didn't properly connect the two things but yes so that could yes. potentially save folks yeah ha- lots of money from different yeah. countries so so Absolutely. just type in awesome kirsty into any search engine uh, and you'll what you'll get if you do that <laughs> um, but
1: uh, but, uh, but um Yes, no, absolutely. Um, I am very happy. We'd uh, we'd obviously do a bit of a um, you know, a, I'd have to listen to your the quality of your home studio audio mm-hmm. to make sure that that's okay. You'd need to be directed by Skype, but yes, that's absolutely possible. I've done I've done a lot of reels remotely. Works absolutely fine. I mean, the way my booth is in my own studio, uh, you can, I can't see you anyway when I'm recording so okay. it doesn't have a window so it's <laughs> you know you can be down the line you can be here it's nice to have someone in the studio yeah but you know <laughs> i i can we work perfectly fine i work perfectly fine with people with people uh wherever they are in the world we just have to work out the time difference
0: oh the time zone thing it's a Killer sometimes, isn't it? But yes, very, very important to think about that. I was talking to someone about that the other day and how the summer time changes and all that kind of jazz. So, yes, do keep an eye on those time zone changes. Yeah, it's, quite, well, it's quite important, yeah. It's quite important. Well, Kirsty, you've been absolutely outstandingly amazing. There's such a, a huge array of information. So, huge thank you to you for, for giving up your time today. And please, everyone, jump on and, uh, and do go in and search out her wares. She's obviously knows what she's doing. You know what you're doing, which is (laughs) Key, I think. So yeah, brilliant. no worries. We're well, happy creating, and uh, yeah, maybe I, I might pop in and, and ask you to do my reel as well at some point. <laughs> but yes, I would be. I would, it would be
1: pleasure. Huzzah!
0: I thank you very much.
1: Lovely. Thank you.
0: Well, there we go. Huge, wonderful, amazing advice from Kirsty. Uh, it's obviously not the only answer to things. There are people who do things different ways, but I really do hope you've kind of gleaned, if you had no clue, uh, the kind of steps that you should take, could take, and maybe should think about taking. For, for creating your own reel next time I start to look at auditioning oh, yes where we find them what we do when we get these sides or these little bits of script and how on earth do you attack it what do you do what, how many accents how many takes what what do you do, do you slate do you not we're going to look at all these questions in the next couple of episodes so do tune in for that one otherwise here is a wondrous trailer from the fabulous folks from Fool and Scholar yes I'm talking about Travis Fengroff Caitlin and team who work tirelessly to produce some wonderful things for you to listen to. Here is the trailer for Liberty. On a failed mining colony far from Earth, the military state sends a special research team into the dark lawless sector beyond the wall, known as the Fringe. Nothing could prepare the team for what they are about to experience. Citizens, we entreat you to experience the free, fully voiced audio drama Liberty Critical Research. Discover the savagery and horror at nerdyshow.com slash liberty, iTunes, and Stitcher. And remember, may the Archon watch over you.